Welcome to the Still Navigating podcast, familiar and unusual stories from a new perspective. Hi, I'm Edward Parsons. Welcome to another edition of the Still Navigating podcast. Investing used to be a simple matter of balancing risk and reward like a seesaw. The higher the risk of financial loss you can tolerate, the higher the reward. Then along came non-financial factors, environmental, social and governance, called ESG investing, and social, socially responsible, responsible investing, SRI, and things got a lot more complicated. A third leg has been added to the seesaw. What impact is my money having? Unlike the three-sided seesaws in children's playgrounds where there are big springs to stop your four-year-old falling off, getting the balance between risk, reward and impact is tricky. Getting it wrong can have serious consequences for your long-term financial health. Just when our financial lives got more complicated, the comfort blanket of the defined benefit pension scheme became extinct if you work in the private sector. We have to make these investing decisions for ourselves. Fortunately, all sorts of online tools and financial products are out there to help, whether it's share trading, pension consolidation, stocks and shares, ISAs, SIPs, etc. But it's also very easy to fall victim to confirmation bias, FOMO or clever thematic investment marketing that appeals to our better instincts and then make the wrong decision with a few clicks on a mobile app. So we want our money to do good, to be secure and earn a decent return. Is this holy trinity possible? Before I share my own personal tale of woe, if you're interested in impact investing, the last three years have been turbulent, to put it mildly. The roller coaster fortunes of two US companies, one from the old economy and one from the new, really illustrate this quite well. Next Era Energy is a US utility that invested heavily in renewables projects in the early 2020s. In October 2022, its market value was briefly higher than oil giant ExxonMobil, a company with 13 times the sales revenue. Just over a year later, next year's market value is now $117 billion, and ExxonMobil's is $387 billion. So... Normal service has been resumed, if you like. Back to my own tale of woe. So I've invested two pots of money. One with a firm of financial advisors called EQ Investors, who specialise in sustainable investing. The other is a self-invested stocks and shares ISA with AJ Bell, an investment platform. EQ Investors have classified my risk profile as positive impact balance plus, bit of a mouthful. For AJ Bell, my risk appetite is lower, but impact is still very important to me. And as most of what I'm investing in both cases are equities, I'm looking at a minimum five-year horizon, and I'm three years into that five years at the moment. So where are we? Well, um, the EQ portfolio is down 8.4% in cash terms. So not great. If you then factor in a modest 5% target growth per year, and I'm down a painful 24% versus where I should have been. 
Remember, I'm paying fees to this, guys, to manage my money. Financial advisors hate the where should we have been question. So as far as I'm concerned, that's all the more reason to ask it. On the plus side, and it is a big plus, EQ measure how your investment matches up against the 17 UN Sustainable Development Goals. And I'm 81.9% aligned. Now, these goals include zero hunger, quality education, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, sustainable cities. It's kind of a blueprint for a better world. So the fact that I'm well aligned, I mean, that definitely makes me feel a bit better, I guess. AJ Bell is 4.6% down in cash terms and 20% down versus where I should have been with a modest 5% growth per year. Because my risk tolerance was lower, some money went into distinctly old school FTSE 100 and S&P 500 passive trackers, which have partially saved my tofu bacon. Other than the punt on Scottish renewables company SSE, I don't directly invest in equities, and nor do EQ. So we put our money into funds that buy equities. So it's always worth looking under the hood at the top 10 companies these funds are investing in if you want to see where your money's really going. Now, here's a tale of two funds. Montanaro Better World. That just tugs at the heartstrings, doesn't it? And that's the whole point, of course. I invested in this small fund myself, and EQ invested in Bailey Gifford Positive Change on my behalf. Bailey Gifford are a fated Edinburgh-based investment management firm who did incredibly well investing in tech stocks before and during lockdown. Their positive change fund, which has 2.4 billion of people's money, including some of mine in it, keeps it vague. It says it aims to contribute to a more sustainable and inclusive world, measured over a five-year period, of course. When I looked at the top 10 holdings of this fund, Indonesian bank Rakyat Indon, with its focus on microfinance and women entrepreneurs, and an Indian bank called HDFC, which is trying to reach underbanked communities outside India's tier one city, they absolutely meet the brief. The same goes for Dexcom, who make glucose monitoring devices, and Moderna, well known for their COVID vaccine. If we're relaxed about their environmental impact, and that's a big if, two of the e-commerce platforms are part of Bailey Gifford's product, Shopify, the kind of good alternative to Amazon, and Mercado Libra, the biggest e-commerce site in Latin America, just about make it. They give micro-businesses and consumers in remote communities access to markets and products they wouldn't otherwise have. So I'm kind of bought into that. The fund's biggest stake is in ASML, a Dutch company that make advanced chip-making tools, and Taiwanese chip-maker TSMC. Do their products really address what Bailey Gifford call critical social and or environmental challenges? We're right on the edge of greenwashing territory here, I think. In last place in the top 10 is John Deere, tractor, lawnmower and bulldozer manufacturer. According to their website, which Bailey Gifford seemed to have swallowed whole, we innovate on behalf of humanity. Hmm. Now, Montanara Better World is a minnow of a fund. 
with 271 million invested. This fund invests in six impact themes, including environmental protection, nutrition, and they go via small and mid-cap companies. Their top 10 holdings are a bit of a rag bag, clinical trials, safety equipment, and steam engineering. Montanaro have a track record of long-term investment in smaller companies, but this fund feels like a bandwagon being jumped on. One cautionary note is about timing, and it applies to both these funds. A £1,000 invested in Bailey Gifford Positive Change five years ago would now be worth £1,981. The same amount invested three years ago would be worth 838 For Montanara Better World, a similar similar theme. Five years ago, your thousand would be worth £1,400. Three years ago, 830 No prizes for guessing when I invested. By investing too quickly, I didn't just buy into the cappuccino. I bought into the froth on top of the cappuccino with extra foam. Rookie error. Now, my conclusions, and obviously this isn't investment advice given my performance over the past three years. Pound cost average in to even out the ups and downs in the market. And that means don't put all your money in at once, drip feed it in. But when you're in, stay there for the long term, a minimum five years. Now, I don't think you can realistically go 100% impact investing. You need to diversify. And if you don't, you won't be able to sustain your positions when the inevitable downturn comes and it will come again. Expect lower returns. There is a trade-off between impact and financial performance. We have to accept that. And look under the hood at what you're actually investing in. It's easy to do. They have to publish these details and make them easily available. But perhaps the biggest challenges for impact investment is to redefine what we mean by return. So it's not just financial performance that counts. We measure what's easy to measure. We get the most insight from what is hardest to measure. This was the Still Navigating podcast. Everything you've heard today and a lot more is on stillnavigating.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Thank you.